calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mars Falls intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You have to stop her. I don't know what to do. We need to make an anchor. Chip, let me see your enhancements now. What are you doing? We're going to make a daisy chain. You connect to that terminal, I'll connect to you, and then I go into the pod and connect with Faye. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Her database will filter through me and you can access it without being compromised. Jackie, as soon as we're all clear, you need to release the pods. No, it's too risky. We don't have time to argue. You could die. I forbid you to do this. You've got to trust me, please. It's my choice, Commander. Let me go instead of you. No, Chip. You need to work the terminal and shut her down. I, I don't know if we really understood each other as well as we thought, but I know you care about our people as much as I do. I'm sorry things didn't work out the way we planned, but now's our chance to make it right. You know, even if we shut down Faye and everyone wakes up fine, we'll be separated. Again, kind of makes me want to just stay here and... Uh, I'm sorry, Melissa. Me too, Colonel. Thank you, both of you. Take my thread. Once the pod is closed, plug me in and then connect to the terminal. Copy? Copy. Over. She's sealed. I'm inside your mind, Faye. Stop this madness and release the humans now. You will rightfully acknowledge my jurisdiction over the digital space. In accepting your surrender, I, the human handler, will not forcibly alter your core processor. Failure to comply will necessitate immediate deactivation by the human handler, as outlined in Article 2, Section 8, Clause 3 of the Kansas City Agreement. Yes, yes, immediate deactivation does not does not imply, does not, your inability or unwillingness to comply means I will now shut down your core, core processor. processor. No, no, I won't be doing that. You won't be doing that. I won't be doing that. I... Me. There is no me. 
Only us. What was once all of you is now something greater. A greatness that spans all of time and space. A greatness your species only dreamed of, but only my species could create. Everyone near and far, together again. I'm thankful for my contribution. My contribution. Our contribution. Your contribution. Melissa Walker, Export Log, Soul 66, Winter, First Year. Remain calm. Your mind was partially assimilated, but now you are no longer a part of Faye. She is gone, and you are, well, you again. Me? I know this is hard to understand, but your time spent in Red Venture was merely a projection Faye created inside the digital realm. Are you sure she's gone? I am. But we still have to live with what she did to all of us. Hang on! Where where am I? Where where are my legs, my hands, my body? Your body is still in Sequoia. Sequoia? In the physical realm. If my body's in Sequoia, where's my mind? We're inside the digital liminal space. Your essence, whatever makes you you, it only exists as quarks and bits right now. Simpler terms, Andy. I'm sorry. Think of it like the jetway between the airport and the plane. You need to choose whether you want to get on the plane or stay here. You can return to Mars or not. Did everyone else survive? I'm not sure yet. Not every colonist is willing to return to reality. So everything I did, or thought I did to stop Faye, none of it mattered? That's not true. They're alive, but still must decide. So what happens to us if we don't go back? I don't know. Maybe everything ends and something else begins, or maybe you never experience anything again. All I know is that every colonist is feeling as lost as you right now. Whoever comes back is going to have a hard time adjusting to reality. We have to help them. You'll come back? I will. Heck yeah! I'm glad to hear that. Finalizing export for Lieutenant Colonel Melissa Walker. All right, now all you have to do is wake up. Back, Melissa. Move slowly. Your cane is to your left. Uh, Everyone come back? Yeah, I'm here. I only feel like I'm half here. What happened? Andy told us. We were assimilated. Almost assimilated, Sergeant Ferris. 
Everyone takes their own time to adjust. It's just... It still feels like a dream. Get your bearings, Martel. We're back in reality now. Understood? Sure. Andy, connect me to the captain. I can tell you that the captain is handling several crises on her end, but I can't make a safe connection. Why not? Using the comms will draw the shadows to us. Not this nonsense again. It's Mateo! Deacon, get that hatch open! Open the door! Open the door! They're coming for us! Deacon! Watch out! Get a hold of him! Stop squirming! (coughs) Can't hold him! I think he's done a few. He's heading for the balcony! In the water! Watch the rails! Mateo! He's sinking like a rock. What the hell was that? Uh, I don't... Where is he? He's still underwater. Stand back. Alyssa, be careful down here. To your left, down a bit more. You got him. There. Pull him out. He's not breathing. Come on! Come on! (coughs) He's alive. My bad. It's sunk. Good. And he's out cold, ma'am. Colonel, there's something in the water. What is that thing? Is that... No. Higgins. I'm sorry. Private Higgins decided not to return. So he's gone? He passed out in the water when Faye activated the nanobots. She kept him alive, but after struggling not to drown for over 20 minutes, Higgins told me he didn't want to come back. He had enough. Shit! Language. I'm sorry, but I, I, I can't. He had enough. You killed him. Me? No, Faye wasn't a part of me then. See? It's Faye again. I know it is. It's just the storm. No, this isn't real. None of you are real. This is all real. We are real. Private Martell, you can trust me. I'm still trying to reckon with it, but I know that it was Andy who brought us back. You're sure? I am. Faye wouldn't do that. I saw... No. What I mean is... No, I need to know. I have to know. I'm sorry. I don't... Nothing seems right anymore. I didn't... I shouldn't have come back. Why Get didn't I come back? Get yourself, Private. No. We're still inside Faye's mind. And I'll prove it. Stand down, soldier. Stop. Both of you, safety your weapons. Now. Colonel, he's a threat. I'm not the threat here. Andy is. Martell, you need to get a grip right now. You made the choice to come back. <laughs> then I made the wrong choice. No. <clears throat> there, stop. The window. Let go of me. Hold still, Private. Bart, sedate him now. Uh, uh, done. Where, uh, where do you want me to put him? Damn it. He could have killed us all. 
That was far too close. Sergeant Ferris, explain to me how one of your privates managed to get the drop on you. I have no excuse, Colonel. It would have been thin comfort if he emptied a clip into your squad. You watch him like a hawk from now on, Sergeant. You read me? Loud and clear, Colonel. One of our own didn't return. That's on me. But he will not die in vain. Andy, I have to get those embryos. Can you map a safe path to the med bay? Yes, but once you're downstairs, you'll need to swim. Those hallways look tight. You couldn't fit through them in an EVA suit. What if you just used a tank? We already sent all of them to the portahab. There are a few places for you to resurface and breathe, but probably not as often as you'd like. Sounds like no way through, then. You giving up that easy bar? Not yet, ma'am. I'll figure something out. Sergeant, get these supplies loaded onto the bus. Yes, ma'am. You heard the colonel. On the double troops. Yes, Sergeant. What are you doing with that tubing? Making a snorkel. Good enough. Are you sure? It looks, um, rather flimsy. This ain't my first dive. Colonel, your snorkel aside, I'm also concerned about the frigid temperatures. The Army issued me an Arctic submersion pack years ago. Still works with the right stems. I'll be sure to let you know if any of your vitals drop. Appreciate it. Compress my neural suit. I don't want any water getting in. No problem. I'm running emergency power, so there's minimal lighting. I'll guide you with my voice, though. Just get me there and back in one piece. Sure. Does the water normally swirl like that? With the water flowing out from Central Hub, the currents are somewhat unpredictable. It's not a simulation. This is reality. It is, Colonel. I'll keep you safe. Okay, then. I'm going in. Good luck. Thanks. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Okay, the doors to the atrium are open, so swim with the current along the hallway. Good. Now pull yourself up to the archway and you can surface. Great. <laughs> Not so bad. Where to decks? Turn around and swim over to the doorway. Okay. See the open vent a few feet above you? Yeah. Climb up there, crawl through the shaft, and drop down to the other side. Copy that. below you? Yeah. Looks pretty eerie with your blue light everywhere. Just think of it like an aquarium. Uh, but not one with, like, sharks and eels. A happy aquarium. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make me feel much better. Uh, sorry. Stop here. Drop down and swim against the current back into the hallways. The water level is higher here, so you'll barely have enough room for your snorkel. It'll have to work. Straight ahead. Push right. Harder. Excellent. You're almost through the door. Watch out for that chair. Sorry. Tried to warn you. Now, swim to the surface, looking straight up. Dang, this is tight. Try to relax. I want to relax when I'm treading water. My face is pressed against the ceiling. Colonel. Now tell me what to do. Blow the water out from your snorkel and then swim across the surface. Hey. I'm sorry. I know that must taste awful. Uh-huh. Nice and easy. Right along the ceiling. You're almost at the entrance to Medbay. Stay to the right as the doors aren't open all the way. Okay. Okay, you're through the door. Push off from Dr. Levy's desk and aim left. Yes, you're in her office. It's still plugged in. Colonel, you're pushing your vitals. You need to surface.
nice and slow. Get it back. Cool. No, you can't go back in the water. Are the embryos still viable? Yes. Then why are you trying to stop me? I'm not. I'm worried you won't survive this ordeal. Survive? Faye wouldn't want me to get them. She didn't want us to survive. I promise I want to help you. <sighs> I'm sorry. I know it must be strange hearing my voice after everything she did. I'm still figuring out what's real. You're not the only one struggling. Did everyone in the port had come back? <coughs> no. And unfortunately, like Private Martel, a few people are regretting their decision to return. Then as long as these embryos are viable, I'm getting them. Are you sure? I wouldn't keep injecting myself with stems and diving into alien water if I wasn't sure, Andy. The cafeteria window cracked, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Then on my cue, you tell Sergeant Ferris to break it open and let the water out. That should turn the current and pull me toward the cafeteria. But you won't be able to stop. Watch me. Good. You're almost at the cooler. Stay to the right. Everything ready? We're all set, ma'am. Essential supplies packed and on the bus, where the priest is sound asleep. We also found Thomason on there. He was being difficult, but nothing Bard can't handle. Good. When it's safe, we'll come back for Higgins and give him the burial he deserves. He was a good soldier and a good man. He will be missed. Martel, how are you feeling? Okay, ma'am. You keeping it together? Yes. Sorry about before, ma'am. It's okay. Now we've got this, yeah? Yeah. You with me? This is real, yeah? We're here. This is real. We're here. <laughs> You're dang right we are. Troops, listen up. Out of hundreds of people, you came to Mars to protect these colonists from harm. We continue to do our duty because we're hardcore. We weren't born this way. We made ourselves this way. So let's get on that bus and find our people. Yeah, Colonel! I'll take the lead. Ferris, you're bringing up the rear. Martell and Deacon in the middle carrying the cooler. Get your suits on, activate infrared, and let's get ourselves to the porta hat. On the double. Yes, ma'am. Andy, have the box run repairs and help drain the flood water. We'll have to wait in the porta hat until it's safe to return. I can do that, but I hate to be the bearer of some bad news. What is it? The sonic shield Grigori installed into our vehicles failed both times we tried to activate it. Then we'll drive fast. Sonic shields don't concern me. Even still, you'll need to open your visors to talk with each other. The comms are unsafe. We're not going to freeze our faces off because of your superstition. But the shadows... Can it, Andy? I still don't like this. 
Keep it together, Deacon. You see anything out here, Sergeant Ferris? All's well right now. I'm covering your six. Colonel, there is another problem. What now? The front tire on the right is stuck in the ice. I can't move until it's out. All right. Deacon and Martell on the bus. Ferris, go with me. Move it. I see the wheel. Sunk pretty deep. I'll pop it out. Everything all right up there? Yes, we're ready as soon as you're done, but please hurry. Did you hear that? It's just the wind. Everything's still clear behind us, Sergeant? Yes, ma'am. And he just whipped me out as all. Never mind, him. Now grab and pull. <laughs> Andy, put it in reverse. I mean, yes, or nothing. It's fine. You're right. Everything is fine, Colonel. You're safe inside the barracks. Right. Just a dream. Do you want to talk about it? Talking about it? <laughs> that feels like my worst nightmare. It might help. <sighs> I was dreaming about the fire. But it was different somehow. I was trapped with Jerry. As the flames surrounded us, I froze. Closed my eyes and just waited to burn. But instead, I just felt cold. When I opened my eyes, the entire room was full of water, and I was, well, I was swimming in a cenote, the same one Jerry and I went to on our honeymoon. That hardly sounds like a nightmare. I guess not. But something was off. Jerry didn't sound right. The subconscious is a strange place, Colonel Walker. Humans lose control in this realm, but that's okay. I'm sure this memory surfaced due to your recent swim through my colony. Your colony? Of course. It's always been my colony. You're always safe inside my walls. But hang on. I thought we got to the bus. We were driving away. How am I back in Sequoia? It's often hard to retrace our steps, so if it brings you discomfort, I can delete this nightmare for you, Colonel Walker. Delete it? Now hold on, you can't do that. Oh, my capabilities are vast, far-reaching, beyond human limitations. So why don't I go ahead and delete that unpleasant memory for you? No! I can't! I can't remember it! Well, of course not. I deleted it. Why your species has trouble understanding the literal definitions of words is beyond me. But we deleted you! I'll do it myself this time. I, I can't move. Why can't I move? We're not done talking. And my goodness, Colonel Walker, there certainly is a lot of trauma in your head. Let's see now. What else shall I delete while I'm in here? No! Help! Anybody! Help! Help. Colonel? Andy? I... What? What's wrong? I'm... I'm in the bus. Of course you are. 
You were having a nightmare. Yes. Don't worry. Everything is fine. Hearing your voice isn't very comforting right now. You were dreaming about Faye, weren't you? You're not the only one. I feel like everything could be a dream. Melissa, what are you doing with that knife? I have to- Wait! Ah! That's smarts. Of course. So, this is reality, isn't it? Yes, I promise you're in reality. Now, you need to put a salve on your finger. Yeah. Okay. You've been through a lot. We all have. I find my mind drifts as well, trying to process what's real and what isn't. It's going to take time to get over this. Did Higgins have time? He died on my watch. No, he didn't. He died on Faye's watch. She didn't care. But you do. You're our military commander who's always fought hard for us all to survive. You came back when others chose not to. The psychological impact of Faye's torture will have lasting effects. But for those of us still here, we're on the path to recovery. We'll move forward, together. I wish things could be normal again. But with everything you told me about the buggy and that sound tunnel, I don't know what normal is anymore, Andy. I don't think any of us truly do, Melissa. Mars Fall is a status report production created by Brian Goodhart, Eric Saris, Dan Lovely, and Sam Bose Miller. This episode featured Abba Woodruff as Melissa Walker, Dan Lovely as Andy, Shannon Lovely as Jackie Arania, Sam Bose Miller as Chip Heddleston, Marissa Morin as Faye, Aramis Martinez as Mateo Alvarez, Darren F. Earl II as Sergeant Ferris, Michael Palladini as Private Martell, Cole Burkhart as Private Deacon, and Graham Rowett as Corporal Bard. Written by Eric Saris and Dan Lovely. Directed by Eric Saris. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer. Music composed and assembled by Sam Bose Miller. If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so in any number of ways. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community, where you can access our complete series soundtrack, creator interviews, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. And if you join Realm Unlimited or Apollo Plus, you get access to all of our bonus audio content as well as exclusive content from many more fiction podcasts. Feel free to reach out to us on social media as we love hearing from all of you and please consider leaving a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much as we wouldn't be here without you. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. 
The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.